Welcome to the Life Untapped podcast, where we help you rediscover your potential so that you feel confident, clear, and independent. Have you inadvertently put yourself last all these years by putting others first, only to wake up in your midlife and find yourself lost in the shuffle? Girl, I have so been there. Let me share with you the lessons I've learned to create a new direction to rediscover yourself. Together, let's go on a journey of mastering your potential, tapping into the power that already exists inside of you. We'll talk confidence, self-care, organization, health and well-being, money mindsets, financial hacks, and how to kick your limiting beliefs to the curb for good. We will find and establish your vision, get crystal clear on it. This is your blueprint, your life untapped. I'm your host, Francine Rivera, lifestyle consultant and certified health coach. I'm also the founder of the Life Untapped Coaching System, where you can earn as you learn with our affiliate program. Check it out at thelifeuntapped.com and grab our free mini course, The Guilt-Free Balanced Life, while you are there. Are you ready for your blueprint? Let's dig in. I am so excited to have you listen. Can I just say it is truly an honor. I know your time is valuable, so my intent is to keep episodes short and to the point. I'm planning on no more than 30 minutes at the most, with the majority of them being even shorter. Ideally, right? I I can't know the future, but that's my goal. I also commit to being here every week for you. Before we get into actual trainings, I just want to start off with introducing myself since you're probably wondering who the heck is this chick and why should I listen to her? (laughs) So if um, this kind of background stuff bores you, I get it. Just like shut this episode off and skip ahead to the other ones. I get it. My feelings won't be hurt. I promise. I'm married with four children and three bonus children. We have nine grandchildren, including a six-year-old that we are raising as our own. I'm also homeschooling her. Now, I I always planned on homeschooling her. Ideally, I wasn't going to start until she was in the second or third grade, but COVID just had me fast-track that. So she's in the first grade now, and we are currently both loving it, like loving the experience. I think I'm getting as much out of it as she is. We live in Charleston, South Carolina. But as you can tell from my accent, I am a New Yorker, living first in Brooklyn and then Staten Island. My 86-year-old father also lives with us, so I care for two humans that are 80 years apart. Life is adventurous, fun, exciting, and challenging at the same time. I've learned that I cannot put myself last and I need to implement self-care or it is not pretty around here. (laughs) Self-care, I know, is the new buzzword these days, but seriously, you guys, you will be a better person in all the roles you play in life when you just take care of yourself first. It was my dream to be a stay-at-home mom, so I gave up my career as an insurance agent when I had my first son way back, like 1992, okay? (laughs) So I literally walked away from a decent book of business. Living on one income, even back then, was hard, but I was really good with managing finances and I was determined to make it work. I'm that all-in personality, so when I when I do my, I'm a researcher too, okay? So when I do my research and when I make a decision, I go all in. Those skills of being really good with managing finances became even more important when I became a single mom to three children under two years old. 
Oh, and if you're doing the math right there, I had a set of twins when my oldest was 17 months old. So three under two, three in diapers, three, you know, bottles. It, it was crazy. It was a blur, <laughs> but um, I wouldn't change it for the world. So fast forward to a remarriage and another child. I was looking for some type of work to bring in more income when my youngest was about to go off to school full time. At the time, I was working out in the gym daily. I was I was hooked. I was a gym rat for like two hours at a time. Between the classes and the community, I, I just found something I loved. So they had me hooked. I was an official gym rat, like I said. I was, I was the person wide awake, full of energy, waiting for the gym doors to open at 5 a.m. Now, I was suffering with depression at the time, and I found that exercising was my cure, like totally worked for me. So I was worried that getting a job was going to take me away from my beloved gym time. And then this light bulb moment happened to me. So the idea of getting a job inside the gym, I was like you know, this was it, this, I could do this. So y'all, I had looked at group exercise instructors with such admiration. The thought of becoming one was a little scary to me. They were just bubbly and so inspiring. And, um, you might may or may not tell from this, but I'm really not a very bubbly outgoing person. (laughs) I I'm still not so much. I'm truly an introvert. I'm that quiet person who usually likes to listen a lot more than talk. So I'm a low-key person, but I just fell in love with the mission of inspiring and motivating to others, and it was my passion to do so. I got my personal training certificate in group exercise, personal training, um, kickboxing, turbo kick. Did I mention spin? Spin, I think, was my first. And Zumba. So I basically, I taught everything under the sun, but yoga, this non-bubbly introverted person finds it hard to move slowly. Um, So yeah, so yoga was not my thing. Oh, I even taught belly dancing. Okay, don't laugh. It's a long story how I had to, um, but from an athletic uh, point of view. So I wasn't it wasn't very sensual. It wasn't, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. When I, um, I had to fit in a studio and my, my belly dance instructor quit after I had did all this promotional marketing that uh, we were going to have belly dancing classes. So right away, I just like watched a bunch of videos and I just jumped right in and, and did it. And you know, the guys, the, the guys, the, the people in the class, they were sore the next day, their abs were on fire. So I tackled that belly dance class from from an athletic and isolation kind of point of teaching, if you will. (laughs) But my favorite class was Zumba, hands down. Now, I started teaching this in 2005 when most never heard of Zumba. There was literally only a handful of instructors in New Jersey where I was living at the time. They even did a newspaper article on me and the class because it was just so new. I finally opened my own fitness studio after literally convincing my husband that I can make it work. I say convincing, he might tell you I just nagged him to death. But um, you see, I, I grew up watching my parents own and operate a business. And to me, that was just normal. To my husband who had worked, 
um, well, he had just, he retired with maybe 38 years in the military, the Air Force. To my husband, that wasn't normal at all. Like, you don't take risks when you can work someplace and collect a set paycheck. Now, there is nothing wrong in that at all, but I know I'm always going to outwork most people, so I'm going to always go for the risk to not have a ceiling on my income. Like, I loved working in commission-based areas, hence my career in insurance, being an insurance agent, right? Worked on commission. So that's just what I'm drawn to. So the studio days, the fitness studio days were some of the most fondest memories of my life. I mean, besides birthing children, birthing a business and seeing it come to life and be a success is is an awesome, awesome experience. Some of the best moments we would have the greatest parties. I mean, the members were my family. We would have them over for summer pool parties, holiday parties at my house. We would invite the whole member base. We had a huge house in New Jersey, but like I said, tons of great memories there. But long story short, seven days after I closed my studio doors, my mom, who was my best friend, I mean, we would talk four times a day. (laughs) She lived in Florida at the time, um, but we were just very close. She passed away unexpectedly. So while she had tons of health issues, they were mostly autoimmune related. So while they were debilitating and life altering, they were not life threatening. So it was an unexpected shock to us. Now I knew I was prone to slip into another depression if I didn't do something. I mean, I just lost my best friend, my mom, and I just closed my studio doors so my my members, that was my family there, I like I wasn't going to see them. So I had no reason to get out of bed in the morning, right? I no longer had a place to go to work and my best friend was gone. So I started to work out at home. And that's what got me started into my first online fitness business. It checked off all the boxes for me to appeal to my entrepreneurial spirit and then to still help and inspire others with no geographical boundaries like, like, girl, I, that, I was onto something. I was like, wow, I could be an entrepreneur without a brick and mortar. Like, this was awesome. So because I had seen my mom always in pain and on so many medications, it became my mission to dive deep into nutrition to make sure that others didn't suffer needlessly. So like I said, I'm a natural born researcher. I'm that annoying person. And my husband will tell you, I'm that annoying person. I just ask questions. I just want to peel back the layers, peel back the layers, peel back the layers. Why? So I go into a deep dive with most everything I do. I don't make decisions lightly. It takes me a while. But once I decide, like I say, I go all in. So I didn't want others to suffer. Like, why are there so many illnesses? Why? Do we have an increase in autoimmunes? Why do we have an increase in, gosh, all these sicknesses lately? So it was my mission to help others. And now with no geographical boundaries, like I have an online business and I can help people all over. That was right up my alley was key. So I'm still in the business of helping others via health and nutrition with plant-based organic supplements. And it truly is life-changing. Oh, And did I also tell you that somewhere in here, my husband and I paid off $110,000 worth of debt? That's another long story. 
But I'll tell you, I heard the statement a while ago that it's not how much you earn, but it's how much you keep. That statement rocked my world and obviously it changed my world because of that debt, those six figures of debt we paid off and now we are debt free except for a small mortgage, okay? The mortgage is small um, due to our age. (laughs) This is a personal decision. We decided we were not going to tackle the mortgage because the mortgage payment for us is smaller than maybe a one-bedroom rental apartment. Like, it's tiny. So we're not going to kill ourselves to pay that off at our age. Um, So that's just my personal decision. But anyway, that statement of it's not how much you earn, but how much you keep, That's that was life-changing, like I said. And to just have a mortgage and do everything else in cash has been life-changing. So I've learned so many lessons through the years, the rediscovering, the reinventing of myself, working on limiting beliefs, building confidence when I, I had none. I was not the confident person growing up. From failures, setbacks, to a clearer vision on my identity, who my creator says I am, I intend to share with you what I've learned. Now, I've worked with tons of coaches and I've dived deep into personal development, spent thousands on educations, education and trainings between schools and working with mentors. It is now an honor to pass that info on to you. I've worked so hard on my new mindset and it is my mission to help you level up in all the areas. I am truly blessed that God has put this calling on my life, my heart, and it's totally cool if you're not a believer. I'm sure we're still going to be friends. So that, my friend, is a little history on how this came to be. And if I'm being totally honest, I'm excited about podcasting because I don't have to worry about looking perfect on video (laughs) or with my glasses that always seem to reflect the light. And, um, you know, I can't see very well, you know, at this age (laughs) with the glasses on the video. So I'm going to relate it to when I was teaching Zumba in the high school school gyms through a community program in uh, my old neighborhood. There's no mirrors, right, when you're in a high school gym. So having taught fitness classes in a room full of mirrors and then in a room without, I can tell you firsthand that when people aren't worried about what they look like, they dance more freely. They're not looking at themselves. They're, They're just dancing, right? So I intend to dance a bit more freely here as we engage on our journey together. Until next time, be blessed. Thanks so much for listening. But before you go, if you found value in today's show, I would love it if you would take a screenshot of this episode and share it with others on social media. And be sure to hit that subscribe button and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to rate and leave a review. It is how we can empower, educate, and shift how others visualize their lives. Until next time, my friend, remember to live a life untapped. You are worth it. Thank you.